0: Are you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning, no BS, straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and for having fun too. Here's this week's episode... Hello, Libby Langley here for another episode of Life in Business. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And if this is your first time, massive big double welcome because you found us, you're safe, you're here, we're looking after you, you've got me, I'm in your ears. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and if you're, you've are you been here since the beginning, oh my God, I love you so much. Thank you. It's great. I hope that your business and your life is changing as a result of being here. So, what should we talk about today? Well, I want to talk to you about niching. Niching um, is something that puts the willies up people for sure, right? Because <laughs> niching basically means being getting specific, which is great, which is fine, it's all well and good, but the bit that puts the willies up people is cutting out everyone else. It's like, oh shit, but I can't I can't niche that much because what about them over there? And one of them once worked with me and um it yeah, it's it can be kind of a scary, a scary thing. However, I want to talk to you today about how it's like the best goddamn thing you'll ever do for your business. Okay. But first of all, it's worth me kind of talking about the different types of niching. Because I think it's changed. Over the years, I would say absolutely it's changed. I mean, when I first talk, first started talking about niching, absolutely, donkey years ago, over a decade ago, right? It was very much, uh, you know, Sue's 52, um, it's awesome, yeah, Sue's 52 and she has, Two kids who are older now. um, She drives a mini, and you know, and owns a Labrador. Right. It was very much kind of that sort of niching. And when you're doing, if you're doing Facebook Meta ads, Facebook or Instagram ads, then there is still an element of that to put in. It depends on the kind of ads that you do, but there is kind of still an element of of that that you have to do, like profile building but niching is way more fun than that now it's way better than that um and it just has kind of i think it's just kind of changed i don't know or maybe we have changed right but over the over the years it's got more subtle and i think certainly the way i talk about niching now is that the niching's on you right so you're no longer talking to Sue who's 52 necessarily. You're and you're certainly not talking to someone's problems to solve them because that's just oh, I don't know. I'm not mad keen on that. Um I know you're I know you're struggling with this. It's like how about we just be a bit nicer to people? But the niche the niching is you, right? The niching is you and your uniqueness the niching is you and the way that you work with people niching is the way you deliver what you deliver to people it's about you and how different and unique and maybe diverse or away from the norm that you are and that's what's so beautiful about it right because you don't have to kind of force any of that because that's just you and you just need to be aware of it so I think it's much easier and it's much easier to kind of shift your niche or cha- change your niche completely, right, if it's you. So I've contradicted myself there. I realise that. What I mean by that is if you offer one thing and then you start to offer something different, people will still come with you because they've bought into you. They've bought into you as the niche, yeah? So it does make it much easier to you kind of marketing yourself Um And people will trust and know that you'll get them whatever results that it is that they need. It's not to say you never talk about what you do, right? Or how you can help people or what you do um, supports them and and does solve these problems for them. But you're just not kind of leading with that, right? I think it's way less salesy, way less uncomfortable, way less um, What's shoehorned in. You know, you're not having to try so hard with it, right? you just like, I do this stuff and it's really cool and I really like this and, you know, I'm really nice too. So if that fits with what your ethic is too, then amazing. Let's have a chat, yeah? Much easier than, um, oh, do you struggle with so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so? And it's like, I, 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 I don't, I kind of just, I just feel a little bit like the... Ugh. You know, maybe that kind of ship has sailed a bit. I think that certainly post-pandemic, we are much more collectively, we're much more aware of how things used to be done. And that's not to say they were bad, right? At all. It's just that they don't work in the way that they used to, because everybody's doing them. So once when something stops being unique. It stops being, to a certain extent, it stops being interesting. But most importantly, you stop remembering who said it. Yeah. So could you tell me now, somebody who's selling an Instagram, you know, a $27 Instagram program to get more views on your reels? Probably not off the top of your head because there's hundreds of them, right? There's thousands of them. It's not specific and it's not, it. it's not, it's not a niche, Right. It's a niche in that they're talking about this specific thing, but it's, it's kind of not, you know, everything blurs into one, right? And what I want for you is for you to grow your business in the simplest and easiest way possible. And to do that. You've got to stand out a bit, but this isn't about necessarily dyeing your hair pink if if you're really uncomfortable with that. It isn't about shouting really loudly. It certainly isn't about being an extrovert, because I am a huge introvert. So, you know, I'm not gonna tell you how to be an extrovert because I have no idea. Um, it's not something I'm comfortable with. This is about just harnessing you. And doing what it is that you do in the way that you like doing it to the best of your possible ability and doing it more and more more and more and more, right? But you can be you. You can be you once, you can be you a thousand times. It's not, it's no different. Yeah. What we're sort of trying to do here, what we're trying to achieve, what our objective is here, is to make you famous, right? And it's not necessarily screaming fans, Miley Cyrus. Um, Miley Cyrus? That's not even who I mean. Taylor Swift. God, see, I'm so, I've touched with modern music. <laughs> I've reached that age. I don't know where Miley Cyrus came from, but Taylor Swift, you know, kind of famous, right? We're not necessarily looking at those heightened levels of not being able to walk down the street fame, but fame in your own niche, yeah, is superb. You want people to know you as the person for X, Y, Z, or preferably just X, right? Because we just want one thing, but (laughs) because we're niching. But to be the person, yeah? And that's the fame that we're talking about here. That's the niche that you can carve out for yourself. The absolute go-to person for creating a book for a small business owner, for being a forward-thinking accountant who's going to help small business owners to understand their tax stuff better, to be the single best photographer out there, to be the go-to provider of children's dance classes, whatever it is, right? You want to be known as that person. That's what you want to be famous for. Yeah. I want to be famous for, and i Kind of like to think I am to a certain extent, but I can only be more famous, <laughs> known, absolutely known as the go-to business support person for. Oh my god, you help! If I can actually let the sentence out, right? <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> this is the time when you kind of wish that you heavily edited your podcast, right? So when you say something and the sentence just doesn't even make any sense, it would sometimes. I sometimes wish I was more heavily heavily edited, but I never edit any, well, it gets edited for sound quality and all that, but nothing ever gets cut out of these podcasts. And the reason that I do it is again, part of my niche, right? Is that I sometimes don't finish my sentences, um, because my, I have, you know, my ADHD is gone off in a different direction. And I'm really aware that I do that. I am an R through things. I'm talking about something and sometimes something else pops into my head. And there's a, yeah, you know, there's a tangent we go off on. And sometimes I'm saying something I cannot remember the blooming word that I was looking for, right? Or I say a sentence that makes no sense. But the reason that all that gets left in, and this is another really important kind of business lesson for you, is that you don't have to be polished and perfect, yeah? It's never made a single difference to me and my earning potential or actual earnings. Because if my podcast was edited to win, you know, to be to Have none of those weird pauses and things when I can't think how to finish that particular sentence. Then and if I worked with you, you'd think, Well, oh, what what she's lost her shit now I'm in front of her. So everything has to be real. And that's absolutely part of my niche, right? And I, I I think it's really important to be kind of open and transparent like that because I think it, I think it makes it, I think it makes a difference. I think it adds an element of reassurance that if I can do it. With all the, you know, hot mess that I am, you can sure as hell, you can do it, right? And so that's that's kind of the that's the reason for for that. And it's always part of part of the niching. And you can't change who you are, and nor would you want to. Absolutely, nor would you want to. So being comfortable and confident in the way that you do things is great, because that's the way you do things. Right, somebody else might be super shiny polished and, you know, wear actual shoes and not just their slippers when they're doing their work, but, you know, if it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. There's more important things to spend your time worrying about than than that. So, what was the point of me going off on that tangent? You see, I've I've no idea. So, what do you what do you want to be known for? That's my question for you. What Really importantly, what lights you up? Yeah. You could say that you want to be known for something, but it's like, uh, you know, you want to be known as the best wedding photographer in the land. But actually, what you really like is spending a lot more time with business owners and taking their brand photos because weddings come with, you know, all sorts of different things that give you bits of headache and you don't want to work at weekends. Okay. So, don't do it. You're, you're absolutely in control of what it is that you want to do. Yeah. So my niche, and this was what I was going to say before I forgot what I was going to say, but my, my niche, what I want to be known for is absolutely the go-to person for business advice and guidance with nothing being off limits, nothing being a silly question and, total transparency total honesty and with a focus on growth in the easiest and simplest possible way right that's me that's what you're going to get from working with me not going to get you to a million pound business not going to teach you sales tactics <laughs> you know these things are not are not me and knowing what you're not as well is is absolutely part part of it right So how, what do you want to be known for? How do you, you know, what lights you up? So how can you deliver that? Yeah. And how can you niche down in terms of what your offering is so that it's absolutely bang tidy for you? It's absolutely spot on for what you want to deliver. And as you know, my journey has in the end of 2023 into 2024 has taking a different turn, right? Because I I always do these exercises myself, the ones that I talk to you about and the ones that I, I, um, I do with my clients, I go through with my clients. Absolutely. So it's, you know, I know what I want to be known for and I know what I like helping people with, but what's my vehicle for doing that? What's the way that I really like delivering it? And I know that I like short, sharp bursts of work. I like to be really intensive with people, and then they go away and do it and you know that's that's I've done my bit yeah that's what I really really like doing it's why I've always liked training you know from thousands of training courses over the years and I really like doing that because you you kind of go in you do your brilliant brilliant delivery and you go away again and and that's what I enjoy so that's why I in 2024 I'm not taking on any new one to one clients I have some amazing clients who I continue to work with and that's great but I'm not taking on any others, and instead I'm focusing on my in-person mastermind days. There's one every month. They're at my house because that all I, that also suits me. Everybody else gets a day out, right? They get to go to somewhere different. I don't have to go anywhere, and that really, really suits me. And that's okay. That's my niche, right? Masterminds at my house, fine. Come to my house, whatever. It helps. It makes me get it. It makes me clean it, and I'm grateful for everybody who comes because. It, my house is clean because of you so you know there's there's kind of reasons for for everything and if you understand these reasons and you ask yourself these questions then niching this is all part of your niching right and this makes it this makes it easier and it's okay to stop doing things that you that no longer serve you or you don't enjoy the same they don't light you up and the less you do the more famous you will become Yes. So if you think of people, I don't know, let's think of Madonna. Okay, she has. No. Yes. Let's think of Madonna. She's been in films. She's produced films, I think, or directed films. She's had multiple books. But what do we know for? She's a singer. Right. She's a singer. That's what that's what she's known for. That's what she is. She she sings and performs. So she's famous for that, but then she's got kind of, there's other stuff bubbling around, but that's not what you're famous for. It's like you get famous for one thing and then you have sort of the byproducts, if you like, that you can you can deliver. And that's almost like the, the fun stuff that you can make up on the, you know, just kind of make up when you feel like it. But you've got to get famous for one thing. So the less you do, the more famous you will become, which is exactly why... I'm focusing on in-person mastermind days. One day at my house, handful of other business owners. That's it. One a month at my house in Chesterfield. That's it. Right? That's my focus. So I'm going to get known for those this year. And the other two things because whilst you focus on one thing, right? That's that's the work that you can pay me for. The other things, this podcast, absolutely want to get known for this podcast and my book. Life in Business, available on Amazon, on Kindle, and in paperback. It's, you know, those, they're kind of my, you know, let's compare me to Madonna for a minute. (laughs) You know, I'm not a singer. Good Lord, no. I do love a bit of karaoke, but no. But, you know, my business masterminds, that's my equivalent of her singing. And then the podcast is her well, you know, is, is her, I don't know, perfume. Does she have perfume? I don't know, but it's a perfume. And the book is a book, right? So you see, if you've got kind of your one thing, then other things like spider leg off it. And it's so much better to do it like that. It means that you, if you niche down to kind of the bare bones of what it is that you offer and deliver that in a way that makes you happy, it is so much easier to market that. And it's so much easier for people to know what to to buy from you, and what happens is, if someone doesn't want to buy the thing that you're selling, like for example, if somebody doesn't want to come on one of my mastermind days, I mean, why would you not? But some people won't. then there's a, still a door there that people can message you and say, "Do you know what? This doesn't fit, but could I do this?" Oh. Of course, you can. You can do a VIP day. Yeah, I'll work with you for a couple of hours. You know, we'll, and you you can kind of flex and choose, but that's them making the choice to do something, to, to do something that suits them, to ask you if you can do something that suits them. And it's entirely your choice as to whether you go, do you know what? That might be fun. I'll do that yeah but it's not stuff you market and that's the real kind of beauty and simplicity of of this niching down the thing you market is the one the one thing and you keep talking about it over and over and over again and that's how you get famous for stuff so niche down on what it is that you do and that will kind of bring about the niching of the people as well. I mean, you need to know roughly like who your ideal client is. Um, So for me, I work with more women than men, but it's not exclusively, but I do work with far more women. They're small business owners, generally speaking, five people and under. I don't work with big corporates, not interested in that. That's fine. Exclude all that. Um, Often solopreneurs. I also work with quite a lot of franchises, franchise owners, franchisors. So by knowing who you like to work with your language is naturally kind of engaging with those people because that's what your client base is so anything you're talking about your experiences with this certain group you know certain kind of type of of people and that's all that's kind of all part of the niche so nobody who works in a big corporate is going to be is going to think really about me being their first choice because my language is is not right i don't talk about you know billion dollar deals. <laughs> I don't talk about um leadership qualities, all this stuff that might kind of work more with a corporate. <laughs> I it isn't stuff I talk about. So you rather than focusing your niching on you know talking exactly to the ideal client, you're niching by what you offer and who you are. Do you see the difference? It's a really kind of subtle difference, but I think it's a much easier way of niching down and of creating you know, a sort of fan base, right? Which, you know, sounds a bit weird and uncomfortable to say, but we all have them. I'm not just talking about, you know, your family or whoever thinks you're great, you know, <laughs> but we we all have, we all have people who support us and who think think that what we share is worth sharing. So everybody has it. So, you know, fan base might not be the expression that sits well sits well with you, but I can't think of a better one. So there you go. Let's all have raving fans. Why should we not... Why should we not have raving fans? But niching down doesn't have to be about your audience, right? Your audience matters enormously because they're, you know, they're the reason you're able to exist and be in business because they're the people who end up becoming clients. But the niching doesn't have to be about them. The niching can come from you, yeah, and they will follow you along. Remember as well that there are people out there for everyone, right? I don't care how niche you are. I don't care if your niche is tarot readings in Swahili um, on a at midnight on a Tuesday is the only time you do it. There is someone who that will um, appeal to, right? Absolutely, there's somebody out there for everybody. There's a niche that you know. There's, sorry, there's an audience. There's a client base out there for everybody. So never worry about being too specific in what you're saying or doing, or you believe yourself, because there's a, I don't know how many people are on the planet, but you know, quite a lot, right? (laughs) So you only need one and then you need another one and then you need another one and then you need another one. And then you, but it's one and one and one and one, one. It's not, you don't need hundreds and hundreds of people immediately. You need one. Okay. And then you need another one. So there's plenty of people out there. So for me, podcast. Really super important. Thank you for listening. If you want to write me a review, by the way, that would be fab. Love a good review. Not a bad review. Love a good review. My book, really super important. Those are two things I'll continue to talk about for, I don't know, ever, maybe. And then if you want to work with me, come on a mastermind day. Don't want to come on a mastermind day? message me and say, do you know what, what I'd really like is this. And I'll go, mm, yeah, okay, or no, nah, I'm not doing that. Then that's that's where we'll be, right? That's how we will develop our relationship. So that's the way for you to approach this. So what can you cut out of what you're doing already? How can you streamline your services so that you're famous for one thing, and how can you niche it down so it's something that you really, really enjoy doing and enjoy offering? Because you're not, if you're not having fun in your business, please go and get a job. <laughs> or come see me and I'll help you change it all. But yeah, it's got to be fun. You've got to enjoy it. And you're in control of all this. You can do what the net you like, right? No, there's no there are no right and wrong things. The only rules are. You've got to pay your tax. <laughs> you know, you've got to got to be legal in what it is that you offer. But there's no rules. There's just no rules. Your business can look and feel and be however you want it to be. And that, I mean, that's just phenomenal. It just it's the biggest game that you can ever play. It's just absolutely magical. It, you know, it's like the epitome of the choose your own adventure books, right? <laughs> We're about. Well, when we kids, you can just do anything you want. And that's your niche. That's you on your journey, doing the things that you want to do. And that is pretty flipping fantastic, if you ask me. So how can you niche down to grow your business? You can cut stuff out. You can be more you. You can do what you really want to do. You can offer less. You can focus on one thing. You can grow one person at a time. You can be as weird and as wacky or as, you know, (laughs) straight-laced and um, stoic uh, as as you want to be, right? It's entirely up to you. As long as you're being true to yourself and you really believe in what you're doing, that's really, really important. But by embracing more of you, you're going to niche more and you're going to grow more. And it's going to be really flipping easy as well. And that's what we want. We want you to work less. We want you to earn more and we want you to embrace true happiness. That's literally the title, the subtitle of my book, Life in Business. And I do absolutely firmly believe that that that's the way to to have a business. So thanks for joining me today. It's been good, good episode. This been lots of fun. Um, Let me know as ever. Feedback to me what you think tell me what it is that you're not going to do anymore and how you're going to niche. And I very much look forward to hearing you from you. So I'm going to see you next week and happy, happy thinking. Cause I know this always brings stuff up for you. So happy niching. I'll see you next time thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.